Hey, hey, what's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to the Water Bear podcast. So we are on season three, episode three. So um, which is really appropriate because I feel like um, if you know anything about Eric Seats and you follow follow him, um, his handle on Instagram, which I will showcase here at the bottom, has three. So I mean, hey, we just got threes going all over the place. So I'm gonna talk for a little bit, a little bit longer of an intro than normal because he messaged me right before this and his flight got delayed. So hopefully he'll still be able to join us, but he may be a tad bit late, but that is okay. So um, if you have not already followed him, make sure you are following Eric Seats, my guest for this evening uh, at the account that's flashing there on Instagram and on TikTok. So we already have one comment. So Tylen has joined and said, let's go. Yes, yes. Thanks so much for tuning in, Tylen. Thanks for subscribing and everything too. Really, really appreciate it. Hope you enjoy the show tonight. So uh, before we get started, just a few kind of housekeeping rules in case this is maybe your first time. Again, welcome to the Water Bear Podcast. If you like what you see and what you hear, don't forget to join the family and subscribe and make sure you hit that notification bell too. So you'll be notified of future content that comes through for the podcast. Also, you can catch the drip every Thursday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. And if you have not already done so, you can follow me for more content on my social media platforms, on Instagram and on TikTok that are rolling across the ticker there. So um, one thing that I always mention, if you watch the show, you know that I always open up the show with a famous Aquarius and a famous person of the sign that is joining the show as well. So I will go ahead and do that true to form. So a famous Aquarius, in case y'all maybe did not know, is Ed Sheeran. He is an Aquarius. Um, also a famous Cancer, uh, who I have on the show, of course, tonight, Eric Seats is a Cancer, is Vin Diesel. So I'm not sure um, if you all maybe knew that or not, but he is a Cancer. Um, so I want to give y'all a little bit of background history um, as to how I first met um, Eric and, and kind of how uh, we first started talking. So um, our first conversation was actually, oof, it's been like eight years now. Uh, so back in 2014, uh, I won't name the website, um, but there was a website that I used to do uh, music reviews. I used to do them a lot on my own. I have my other channel, my sister channel, which is called uh, The Frozen One on YouTube. And it's uh, poetic is the name there. But um, if you get a chance to check that out too. I do a lot of music reviews, vinyl reviews, um, things of that nature. But um, some people kind of caught wind of some of my videos and they said, hey, do you want to blog for our site? And I said, yeah, of course, cool, because, you know, at that time I was just really into, you know, anything and everything about music. I've always loved learning more about entertainers, more about the uh, writing, producing process, all the behind the scenes um, information. So with that, I started writing blogs for them and then I was starting to get 
uh, paid to write certain blogs or do certain interviews. So Eric Seats was one of the people that I interviewed. So he has a, a very extensive bio. I mean, and there's just there's more things now um, that he has that are you know tacked onto this that you know it would just take me a long time to go through all of it i'll just say that but um i'll just kind of give a brief synopsis of his bio here and a little bit of a rundown and if you all uh, i definitely encourage you all this is an interactive show so if you have questions or comments um definitely feel free to leave them here in the chat and i will uh put uh put them out here so yes i totally agree Thailand, yes, a legendary producer for sure. Definitely, definitely agree with that. Um, so for those that don't know Eric, uh, he's an accomplished drummer, a professional drummer uh, to the stars. So one of the stars that he plays for is Patti LaBelle, in case you all don't know that. Uh, he is a father of two daughters. He's a mentor, uh, an executive producer of the show, uh, The Next Great Drummer, basically where they are searching for um, an aspiring drummer uh, to win a competition that will be a national competition and then go on further to be an international drum competition. Um, so he's busy with that. He's also a part of Key Beats. So if you remember in the early 2000s, there were a lot of songs that Key Beats had their fingers in or their hands in. So. Um, the group, or the duo rather, was established in 1997, uh, made of Rapture, Stewart, and Eric Seats, tonight's guest. So together, they have worked with so many artists. I mean, Timbaland, Missy, Aaliyah, Genuine. Um, we're going to talk tonight specifically about some of the work that he did with Aaliyah, um, Destiny's Child, too. He worked with Destiny's Child as well. Um, he also worked with 702. Um, arguably, I would say, you know, he had a hand in producing their biggest song, um, which is Where My Girl's At. So um, he had help in doing that. Um, a little known fact that I don't think too many people know. So a lot of people know uh, Destiny's Child's Independent Woman, which is probably, I would say, their biggest song um, from the Charlie's Angels soundtrack. But the, the, the crazy thing about that is if you've listened to the Survival album or you maybe heard like some of the deep cut tracks from Destiny's Child, there is an Independent Woman Part 2. Now, in my opinion, the Independent Women Part 2 is way better than Part 1 it almost sounds like this kind of eclectic circus. It's just, I don't know, you gotta hear it. Um, I'd actually played a clip of it. Um, if you follow me on social media, um, on uh, one of my reels on Facebook and as well as on TikTok. So yeah, make sure y'all check it out. It's, it's like really, really dope. So on top of all of this, Eric also, is in the works and i really want to definitely talk about this when he comes on um in the works of get doing a broadway musical called timeless so make sure that y'all 
check that out as well. Um, and yeah, we're excited to have him. I'm excited to have him on the show this evening. Again, hopefully he's able to make it because I know he did have a switch um, on his flight. But in the meantime, um, just curious as far as cancer goes, if we do have any people that are cancers or um, if you, whatever your sign is, even if it's not cancer, uh, you can drop that in the comments and, you know, we can shout out and maybe even have a little bit of a discussion uh, back and forth here about uh, cancers and, um, you know, other zodiac signs as well. I'm an Aquarius. So this show was birthed um, from a discussion that I had on another podcast that I was on where I said that I might need a little bit of time to retreat if I'm having a situation, especially in a relationship where maybe it's a heated moment or something like that, um, that I might need a little bit of time before I respond. And I said, I don't know why I messed around and said I might need five days. I'm not saying I'd be mute in the five days, but I might need five days before I can actually uh, address the topic at hand. And I'm telling you, all hell broke loose. On that show, I was really kind of known as the middle of the road guy. A lot of things were kind of like, oh, well, it depends. You know, it, that's really how I feel. I do think that situations aren't cookie cutter. Tom is laughing at me. <laughs> A lot of situations, they're not cookie cutter. Um, it really just, it does. It depends on the situation and that really determines how I might react to it. And yeah, people did not like that. They were like, oh, well, you know, who's going to be waiting around five days for you to make a decision whether or not you want to talk? And it's not that, but I do feel that, um, which I think is a very mature trait, um, to kind of sit back and assess the situation a little bit before you get a chance to make a judgment. Um, so, um, so yeah, so that's how this show got started. I started looking up things and I saw this common thread with how people responded to Aquarians, uh, specifically Aquarian males, um, is that a lot of people say that Aquarius males are hard to read emotionally. Um, I don't really think that I am, but I will say that through doing this show, um, through, you know, things like therapy and things like that, I've been able to see myself in a different light and see, okay, you know, maybe what these people are saying, you know, maybe I'm not that, but I can see how they came to this conclusion based off of, you know, what I may be projecting or what I might be, you know, giving off to them. So um, feel free, like I said, to leave your birth, uh, your birthday in the comments. Um, so we can, you know, definitely do that. Um, so one game that I play on here uh, for people and definitely we'll have Eric answer this question is what would your sign be as a specialty drink? So I'll ask him when he comes on here as well. Um, but if you're in the chat right now, definitely feel free to drop in. If you had to have your sign as a specialty drink, what would that drink be and why? So um, very curious to see what you say. Oh, okay. 
So Tyler, May 25th, so you are a Gemini. Okay, cool. I really click well with Geminis. Um, Geminis and actually Cancers, um, I click pretty well with um, the next week's episode, believe it or not, actually uh, will feature a Gemini. So very cool, very cool. So yes. Um, so what would you be? So I'll say to you, Thailand, and to anybody else that's watching, what would your specialty drink be if you had one? Um, what would you come up with? And I've, I'll kind of start it off. And I would say that mine um, would be something like a mojito or a margarita, um, maybe like a pineapple margarita that's spicy, like a little bit of jalapeno, maybe a little bit of mint, um, you know, just because it's different, you know, something that you typically wouldn't find on the menu. I think that really kind of embodies Aquarius. Um, and he's, Thomas, <laughs> okay, so Gemini is the best and most hated sign. Well, I don't know about the best, but y'all might be one of the best, but not just playing. No. <laughs> but no, Geminis are very cool. Um, very, um, I would say very hard to pin down and, and oftentimes figure out because a Gemini has very varied interests, I feel. Um, a Gemini usually has very uh, kind of eclectic taste too. And sometimes their decisions, I feel, uh, kind of go with the wind, which I can definitely understand that because Gemini is an air sign like myself. So um, last week we had another air sign on as well, uh, Libra, uh, Tori and Tim. She was the guest for last week's episode. So if you missed that, uh, go ahead and check it out. Um, but yes, yes, Geminis are definitely cool people. So next week uh, we'll have a female Gemini on the show. Um, so that'll be really interesting because we've had a male Gemini last season. So this will be the first time that we've had a female Gemini on the show, um, which I feel like the female Geminis catch a little more heat than the males do. Uh, just my personal opinion. Um, but, you know, y'all let me know if I'm wrong or not. And so Tylen says his drink <laughs> would be water. Uh, I'm joking. I don't drink but a mixed drink with two different ingredients to go along with the Gemini twin trait, if that makes sense. Oh, okay. Yes, that totally makes sense. So yes. Um, so if I'm understanding that correctly, um, a drink that would really represent your sign would be something that has a duality about it or something that maybe has two sides. So Maybe not this simple, but maybe something like, um, you know, they have margaritas and maybe there's a strawberry and a mango flavor. So like both of those that kind of coexist together. So see, I'm here. Air sign. I get it. I get it. <laughs> so yes, that is it. So um, we're going to go ahead. I'll just kind of give a few things here and some of the questions or, or things that I was thinking of presenting to Eric when he joins, um, just in, in respect of everyone's time, if he's not on in the next maybe like 10, 15 minutes or so, 
that we may have to wrap it up and reschedule this one. But um, as far as his music goes and, uh, you know, specifically Aaliyah, um, definitely want to talk about her. Uh, she's one of my favorite artists. And I feel that now a lot of y'all might not like this when I say it, but I'm just going to tell the truth. I love Beyonce. She is great. And I think she is a wonderful artist. But I do feel like that Aaliyah's death was, it, it really kind of cut short her rise, if you will. Um, because I feel like she was really, really about to take off. I mean, she was already popular. Um, but I feel like she was about to take off even more. And I feel like had she still been around current day, I feel like she, you know, she would be, you know, kind of the one to be right now um, because she just had this, this really kind of like undeniable swag to her. Um, so her final album, the Aaliyah, the self-titled album, um, that one, I would say, if I had to pick, is really my favorite, um, and which is interesting that, you know, Eric was going to be on the show uh, because I've definitely wanted to talk. And we talked about it before, but just kind of get an updated view. Um, now, you know, we have, again, eight years later, fast forwarded from our last conversation where he or just to see how he feels, because I feel like Aaliyah's legacy um, is one that never dies. You know, you have some artists that pass away and, you know, their legacy kind of fizzles out with it. But I feel like Aaliyah's has just gotten stronger and stronger and stronger. And so I totally agree, Tylen. He says the whole industry would be different if she were still here. She was too much of a trailblazer. I agree. I agree. Um, even the way she dressed, um, she was kind of like a, I guess you could say, maybe like a, a prissy tomboy, if you will. Um, the only female artist that I can think of that matched her kind of like in the swag department or, or maybe who she may have even drawn from a little bit, I would say would be TLC. Um, but outside of them, uh, collectively, and, and I'd say maybe Janet Jackson too at times because she's feminine, but she can also be very um, tomboyish too at times. Um, so, so yeah, I, I think she would have really, really taken off. Um, I loved the Aaliyah album. Like I said, that was my favorite one, the Red album. That's what the streets call it. <laughs> Same thing. They're pretty much interchangeable. Um, but I love that album. I thought that it had some of her best work on it. Um, I loved Rock the Boat. Even at the height of that song, when a lot of people were like, oh, I'm getting tired of this song because they just uh, wore it out. You know, they, it was just, you you could not escape it at that time. And then especially when she passed away, it, it just seemed like it got even bigger. Um, and Tylen says, it, she is the standard for the new R&B females. Yeah, I totally agree. I would say that even uh, Scissor's style a little bit reminds me of Aaliyah. Um, not her singing style, but image wise, I feel like it's, it's a little bit of Aaliyah, especially with this new album that she has out now. Um, but 
so you know you have rock the boat loose rap um it's whatever i think was another key beat song um one one song that i'm very interested to learn more about the inner workings of um and it looks like we might not be able to get eric on tonight uh, unfortunately but um i'm definitely interested to get his take on how the song where my girls at came to be for 702 and how that process looks when you have to shop a song around to multiple artists because the story that i heard um was that oh and Tylen says yes i agree SZA, right normandy tiana taylor uh, these are all females who have taken a page from Aaliyah's style book i would say um but with the song where my girls at that song and the the beat is is like alone there are certain songs i would say like rock the boat um where my girls at is another one but you really don't even have to have anybody singing on those tracks i mean just hearing the song enough or just the instrumental it's like okay this you know this is a vibe um that song was originally meant for TLC and in t Boz's, oh, that's so funny. That's what, yep. Um, Tylen just said that I heard Missy wanted to give that song to TLC. And that is true because t Boz talks about that in her memoir. And she basically said she didn't want the song because she felt like they would have sounded like a lot of other groups at that time, which I, I can understand to some degree. Um, but at the same time, I would have loved to hear how they would have recorded that song, especially if Left Eye would have been able to rap on it. I think it would have really taken on a new shape. So one thing I would love to ask Eric is, um, obviously that is true that the song was meant for TLC, but what is the process like when an artist rejects a song and then another artist picks it up uh just kind of um going through uh that process and you know what is what does it mean um so yeah so i will let's see check in i don't think that he is going to be able to join us tonight um but I will go ahead. So there's a game I'll just play. I'll just pop up one of these questions and I'll change it whenever we're able to reschedule this episode. Um, but there's a game that I always play with all of the guests and it is called Dead in the Water. And it's a this or that type of game. So with this game, um, instead of saying which thing of the two that you like best, you would say which thing that you actually like the least or the thing that you would throw away in the water. Um, so with this, I would say loose wrap. So Tylen, I know you you probably got to have an answer for this. So loose wrap or it's whatever. For those of you who are watching, which song would you say of these two songs would you throw in the water if you had to choose one which one would it be so i have my answer but i'll save that um 
curious to know Eric's answer as well, uh, what his answer would be. But um, but yeah, so loose rap or is whatever. If you had to pick one of those two songs to get rid of, which one would it be and why? <laughs> okay, so Tolan says that's disrespectful. I know. I was trying to pick two songs that he produced, and I was like, all right, well, two from the same album would be, you know, ideal or pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I, I so I'm guessing that maybe you can't pick between the two. Um, again, I, I have a I have a pick that I would throw away if I had to. Um, but it's no it's no disrespect to either song because I love both of the songs. Um, but there is one that I would say edges out eh, just a tad bit um, of those two songs. You know, if I had to pick. So he said that's tough. Yeah, it is. I would say that's definitely a tough decision. So um, if you're watching, definitely feel free to to weigh in um, on your thoughts on those two songs. And if you have not heard them, then shame on you. You got to go back and revisit that classic Aaliyah Red album or the one that is uh, self-titled that's called Aaliyah. Um, but uh thank you all for tuning in i'm so sorry looks like we won't be able to get eric on tonight but we'll still work him in some kind of way um and you know even if it's a, a special kind of one-off episode or something like that um we'll still work him in and still get him on to do uh the interview and also learn more about him as a cancer male as well so again, thank you all for tuning in. I really, really appreciate it. Again, my sincere apologies uh, that we didn't have Eric on tonight. So that is the flip side of going live is that you get to see everything that happens in real time. You know, I pre-recorded my first season. So whenever there was a scheduling conflict or something like that, um, no one saw it because, you know, we just scheduled for another day and then we recorded. But when it's live like this, unfortunately, sometimes these things do happen, but we will uh, definitely pick up. And again, like I said, next week uh, will be a recorded episode. Um, that one won't be live, but we still be we still will be doing live chats. So as you're watching the show and you see something that you want to call out uh, live, I will be live chatting with everyone uh, next Thursday. And again, we'll be touching on the female Gemini's. So. Make sure y'all definitely uh, tune in and subscribe. Uh, be on the lookout for this rescheduled episode um, that we'll have. And again, thanks so much for tuning in and catch us every Thursday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. All right. Peace. <laughs>